Hi guys, I'm Gayatri. And I'm Angelina. And this is For, for Better or For Worse. In our podcast, we will be exploring the vast world of artificial intelligence. We will be using real life examples to understand if artificial intelligence really is for better or for worse. Um, before we begin, we're going to introduce ourselves. I am Gayatri Krishnan. I'm a second year digital media and culture student at KCL and I'm from Chennai in India. And my name is Angelina. I'm also a second year digital media and culture student at KCL and I'm originally from Poland. Um, and I think when I first moved to London, the over-dependence on technology really caught me off guard. Like, I couldn't go anywhere without my phone. I needed my phone everywhere to tap in at the tube station, to pay for, like, a coffee, mm. for everything. Yeah, same. I've also been, like, I noticed this great distinction between the development of technology, um, including AI, in London and Poland every time I visit. Um, so I'm from a very rural town in Poland. And I still need to take transportations, like trams. Yeah. We don't do tap-ins at all. We, yeah. just, we just pay for tickets and everything. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, so it's like very difficult to have in-depth conversations with my family about the topic um, of AI and technology in general. And it brings to my attention how important it is to stay informed. Yeah, and that's why we kind of chose to start our podcast and naturally as students studying about this we are extremely interested in this field but other than that um, as digital media and culture students we do a lot of research on AI, AI development and its future and I think a lot of our essays we kind of gravitate towards writing about AI just because there is so much to learn about there's so much in that field and yeah yeah and most importantly how it affects society and all the dynamics in our world um, and also why should you do all yeah. the boring research about artificial intelligence and current events uh, when we can do it for you make it more interesting in the process on our podcast as well yeah and also it's extremely important to stay as informed as possible um, about AI and critically think about it and like you said about its implications on the society yeah, and we want to like bring light to both the opportunities and consequences of how artificial intelligence is embedded in our world across all sectors, economically, socially, environmentally, etc. And most importantly, we want to bust the myth that AI is solely generative AI. Yeah, because um, every time I talk to somebody about AI, the first thing that comes to their mind is ChatGPT hmm. or something that creates, like generates words, yeah. something like that. But it is so much more than that. Exactly, and like also like some people also imagine you know like robots yeah. and stuff, and you know it's so crazy, but. In all actuality, most of AI is actually invisible to the human eye. It's just there, it's omnipresent. Yeah, and like we discussed so far, artificial intelligence is one of the most polarizing and kind of misunderstood technologies of our times, um, from fears of robots taking jobs to excitement over self-driving cars. AI often prompts extreme opinions about whether it tries to promise to better or end or take over our world as we know it. Yeah. So um, each week on Thursday, we'll bring to our podcast a case study to explore in depth the impacts of AI in our everyday life. 
and we also hope to bring show guests that can expand on these case studies and talk about their own personal experience with the impacts of artificial intelligence, whether it be in their day-to-day lives or their career or literally in any field they are in. Yep, and today we'll be discussing the use of artificial intelligence on CCTV cameras used to monitor the productivity levels of employees in a workplace. Um, So I found this video that was circulating on Instagram. Uh, It showed the point of view of a CCTV camera inside a coffee shop. It used image recognition through artificial intelligence to track each employee and the amount of cups of coffee they have made throughout the day to serve to customers. Yeah, and in this age of surveillance capitalism, um, using this example for today, um, we notice one of the fears of AI coming to reality. Um, before we go to that, um, we were we came across surveillance capitalism for the first time um, because of uh, the one of the modules we were studying, and it basically means the commodification of personal user data for profits. And it was coined by Shoshana Zuboff um, in her book, The Age of Surveillance Capitalism. Um, to explain why companies collect huge amounts of data for targeted advertising and to train artificial intelligence and machine learning. Yeah, and another very interesting term that a lot of people already know is the Big Brother. Yeah. Um, And this originates from George Orwell's dystopian novel, 1984. It painted the picture of a state that tolerates constant surveillance, um, and the Big Brother character represents the invasive police states constantly monitoring citizens through technologies like telescreens. Um, so overall, it has this symbolic notion of an all-seeing entity that just surveils people, and yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about this right before uh, the podcast. Um, it reminds me of this TV show called Big Brother, which originated in Netherlands before being um, adopted by other countries. And in India, it's called Big Boss. Mm. It's kind of different, but it's basically the same show. And basically, contestants live together in houses, and there are cameras everywhere, and mics taped onto them all the time, 24-7, um, capturing every move, and it also records every conversation. And yeah. So Big Brother is watching over you has become a cultural catchphrase because of how intense the surveillance is on people. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think also another much more modern example of this phenomenon, uh, I've, I saw this movie, it was called uh, The Circle, it starred Emma Watson. Um, and in this movie, the employees of this large company um, it, like portrayed itself as being this, you know, very motivated corporate environment and just you know like this large community of workers um, but in all actuality all of these workers have had their actions monitored throughout mm-hmm. the movie as well as their personal lives and you know just be there was this lack of privacy in this um, company in general yeah and um, some questions to talk about are how is this beneficial, this kind of AI, uh, and how this can be also used against us, the pros and the cons? 
Yeah, and I think it's like really difficult to imagine what could be the pros of being constantly surveilled um, in your workplace. Um, But, you know, we just have to put ourselves in the shoes of these large companies, these CEOs. These managers. Yeah, and um, I guess one of the the pros can be that companies can use this artificial intelligence um, in the CCTV cameras to determine whether they are hiring the suitable employees so that they don't like waste time on people, you know. Yeah. Um, and kind of like just knowing if you're being watched and tracked can motivate you in some sort to work mm-hmm. harder like if I know that I'm being watched and I have supervision I kind of do work better or I'm forced to do it on time mm-hmm. but if there's no one watching over me I'm a little careless with yeah. the work I'm supposed to do exactly um and also another pro that we could take into account is that it provides real-time productivity data and insights to managers so over time they could build this data and it helps identify the best performers and helps identify less productive employees for additional coaching and training. Um, we also need to take into account um, the attitudes of these yeah. managers. Uh, it's really important to notice if, you know, uh, who uses this type of AI and for example like good managers they'll provide that additional coaching rather than immediately firing an employee just for not being productive enough yeah that's exactly then and also this data serves as a benchmark for whether um, employees are meeting business key performance indicators um, and also kind of just identify inefficient processes in the business it doesn't have to be particularly um, targeted to one employee it can be just how the entire business as a whole is working and some things work for them something doesn't and I feel like this is really good to identify what works and what doesn't yeah um. and um, optimize like schedules during rush hours um, because obviously you need more employees when there are more customers and I feel like this can analyze and track what the peak cars are at a cafe or when you just need more um, manpower at the organization. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so now we're going to delve into the cons, consequences <laughs> of artificial intelligence in this example. Um, we already noticed uh, in this economy that humans are becoming overworked and underpaid in general especially seen in the service and hospitality sector. Um, so I, ha- I have some statistics here. Um, I saw a few tables and they're all roughly the same and uh, it represents the levels of productivity and correlation of um, how much uh, employees are being paid. Uh, so in the early 2000s, productivity in the workplace uh, was, we could say, fairly compensated for. However, from 2002 until now, despite consistent rising levels of productivity by employees, their compensation is heavily dismissed. So, in general, productivity has increased by 35%, Mm -hmm. but the wages only by 12%. That's crazy. It really is. Yeah, and obviously we have first-hand experience with the inflation that's happening in the United Kingdom. 
where we notice a much bigger case of underpaid labor than ever before in this country. Um, we have strikes happening all the time, and whether it's train strikes or just in the university, the use of AI surveillance to monitor labor could potentially even lead to a bigger gap in this economic divide of social classes in the so-called you know, most developed countries that are able to implement this technology. Yeah, and another con that we should take into account is that we are being forced to ignore our biological needs. By being watched all the time and yeah. surveilled, you know, you're going to be forced to be more productive. Um, and like in this coffee shop, people can, uh, I mean, employees would be standing for long periods of time leading to mental exhaustion. Yeah, and I know I said that I do work better when there is supervision, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, if it happens on a regular basis, even I would be tired, I I would be tired of it. And I don't know what the job satisfaction levels are when you're always kind of surveilled every day. Yeah. Yeah, and we have some, you know, this brings to us some important questions. Um, you know, are we beginning to humanize artificial intelligence? You know, through digital assistants, yeah. ChatGPT, you can have regular conversations with them, or is artificial intelligence being used to dehumanize us by ignoring, you know, our needs? Yeah, and one of the biggest um, topics regarding AI is the loss of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read about this company that rents out robots for um, jobs that do not require a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. And obviously they're a lot more efficient because they don't require breaks, they don't require, you know, like washroom times and things like that. But then, you know, who's getting paid? Yeah. The and people who need it are not getting paid. Exactly. And does that mean that these companies you know, don't value us acting human. <laughs> they just want us to overwork ourselves just for their own profit. Yeah, and exactly. And also the level of privacy that you expect at work. Like if you want to take a break or mm-hmm. if, or just the fact that you're constantly being watched, you are super aware of everything that's happening around you and you, you're always watching your back and you don't know if you are getting the privacy you deserve, even when you're not at work, but then there's a CCTV camera monitoring every move that you take. Mm-hmm. And this causes paranoia and yeah. stress. So overall, your well-being is at risk just because you're being surveilled. Yeah. Um, and where does this lead next? Today, artificial intelligence measures uh, productivity, but tomorrow it may expand to more areas of life, um, causing possible dangers. And the big question is who has access to this data and what this data could be used for in the far future. And with this type of surveillance in place, I think that these companies are just, you know, they're going to value more so the tasks that you're assigned to do and you can't really do much beyond that no creative risks no showing initiative because it won't matter to them just yeah just it just matters how much you're how productive you're gonna be yeah exactly and like Angelina mentioned before um these companies are prioritizing profits over human needs Mm -hmm. which dehumanizes the employees a lot especially considering 
when you're a barista you only get minimum wage or sometimes even lesser than that yeah and overall like this case study it demonstrates to us this uneven divide between how artificial intelligence is used between working class jobs like employees who are in coffee shops and hospitality sectors um, and the middle and upper class professions such as white collar jobs and offices artificial intelligence is used to control those lower paid employees while ai assists assists those in white collar jobs yeah and artificial intelligence technologies and machine learning um, are used to enhance decision making and improve overall efficiency in those big CEO corporate jobs, um, like it can be used as a tool for data analysis, while service jobs could be argued to be at some risk of replacement or in this case to kind of exert greater control over employees by managers or just these people in higher positions. While increased workplace surveillance may aim to improve productivity, the use of this invasive tracking through artificial intelligence cameras raises an important ethical question regarding privacy and consent. Employees are not merely data sources for optimization, but humans deserving of dignity, and this is what companies should actually take into account and not just brush over. Yeah, and as the technology behind um, AI and visual tracking kind of quickly progresses, there is this immediate need for policies and um, regulations when using such systems in a workplace. Um, these could, like, I don't know, could include um, notification and like consensual procedures before using such monitoring techniques. And there should be, and obviously, there should be transparency around what data is collected, what is not, and how this collected data is sort of utilized. Exactly. Yeah. Would it be like cookies in real life? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just let people know we're tracking you and you can't do anything about it if you need to, if you have to work at my place. Is it going to be forceful? Yeah. Yeah. And who is going to this whole thing? Like, is it distributed among different companies for money? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So our case study for today in the coffee shop that tracks employees shows how AI could enable real-time micromanagement. You know, while managers should reasonably monitor performance, constant surveillance facilitated by artificial intelligence kind of crosses the lines and enables like a troubling big brother environment like we mentioned before. Um, it erodes basic trust between employees and staff members yeah and i think like managers have always been in the position to observe and understand productivity levels and things like that but where the problem lies is the fact that this is all recorded and can be used and sold whenever these big corporations want them Mm -hmm. to be sold because um the employees have no right over this you know piece of data yeah exactly and back to trust between employers and staff, um, these companies, they promise a family, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't think that would be possible because even family members have some boundaries of privacy. And to conclude, we delved into this realm of artificial intelligence in the workplace. 
Um, but it's also imperative to address the multifaceted implications it holds for both employers and employees. Yeah. The scenario we've explored today mm-hmm. sheds light to the evolving landscape of workforce management and productivity assessment through AI-driven surveillance. Yeah, and during this um, discussion, we have kind of gone over the perspectives surrounding the utilization of AI in monitoring employee activities. Um, on one hand, obviously, um, people like managers use it to optimize work and just enhance productivity, but there is a huge um, question of its ethics and everything else, you know, on the other side. And obviously the privacy issues and the um, heightened stress levels and just widening the socioeconomic disparities that are brought by such um, technologies progresses. All right, well, that's it for our first episode. Um, We've discussed a very interesting example of how AI is used in CCTV cameras um, to enable image recognition and measure the productivity of employees in the hospitality sector. Uh, We went over key terms such as surveillance capitalism and Big Brother, um, and overall we discussed the pros and cons ranging from ethical concerns uh, such as um, privacy issues, yeah, privacy or just overworking, overall biological needs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we also try to understand why these artificial intelligence technologies are being implemented in such areas of work in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for our next episode, we'll be bringing another case study. Uh, and we hope we captured your attention and you'll embark on our journey to understand AI uh, better with us. Um, yeah. And also feel free to listen to our episodes to fall asleep too if you're not that interested. <laughs> uh, it's much better than those whale noises yeah, people use for to fall sure. asleep too. Um, and also if you want to contact us, uh, we have a TikTok and Instagram, both at for better or for worse podcast yeah and all right yeah that was it for our first episode yeah, so this was Gayatri yeah and Angelina for better or for worse the rise of AI talk to you next week